On this episode, we wonder, what would it be like in a world without recruiters? Would everybody be happy? We'll find out. We will. Alice All Access starts now. What's world, going on, man? A world without recruiters. Uh, without recruiters. This is an interesting topic. It, so we've kind of touched on it a little bit. Yeah. And I, I think it's important maybe we revisit it because it actually happened to a, a traveling duo yep. that has worked for us before. Yep. Took a job with one of those new online no recruiter sites. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I've questioned you a little bit about of it because like I I think it's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it could be a great thing. Sure. Uh, you know, put us out of business and a job, which mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe that's automation just as stuff has gone overseas and and stuff like that. But I don't I don't think it threatens our livelihood. Mm-hmm. I think it threatens are what we've known for the past 15 years. Correct. And that's the thing is everybody wants to evolve and, and be better in the right. future. And and mm-hmm. that might be where this industry goes, maybe, maybe. maybe. on there. I, and we'll get into this a little bit, though. I really don't believe that, that you could do this job, travel nursing, without a recruiter. Yep. I honestly believe that. And that's not because of Atlas or anything else, I think you need that personal connection. I, I 100% believe that as well. And, and you know, there's there's different things that travel nurses think. Like some people want a connection with their recruiter. Some people don't. Some people like, give me a contract, give me working, and I don't need you anymore. Yep. And and that's fine. And I think as a recruiter with, with you know, a mid-sized desk, like I, I see people on both sides. Like I have those people um, on there as well. But but uh, not having a recruiter at all—that's a—that's a definitely an interesting topic to go by. It is. Let's Lynn, let's let's run down some of the potential pitfalls. Yeah. Because we thought through this. Like this is we got we got to think ahead, right? Yeah. And and how can we get better in the face of something like this happening? Sure. So let's let's run through some a- of the potential pitfalls. Absolutely. So you kind of said the the words already, but uh, human touch. Like what do you what do you mean that by human touch? So being able to call your recruiter for for any reason whatsoever sure maybe it's just because you got there and your housing stinks yep or you just had a bad shift and someone you want someone to listen to sure absolutely yeah. all those happen right I'm, I'm curious and, and you said housing there too like do these companies offer a housing or is it just specifically housing stipend no matter what it, it appears and I need to do more research but it appears both yep but they run if if you opt for for them to do your housing for you, mm-hmm. then it's run through one of those third parties that we could okay. use right now. Like Turnkey. Um, uh, yeah. Um, the name, the other names escape me. Sure. The problem Fur- we found Furnish was, Finders. Furnish, yes. Yes. Yep. Or whatever. Housing Finders. Whatever it is. One of those. Um, the problem we found with those is you. We could go directly to 
that that vendor vendor that uh, that leasing company yep. and get that same place for three hundred dollars less. Yes, on, you're you're basically on paying average. another fee. Absolutely. on there. So that yes, that's that's an interesting mm -hmm. thing. That would be interesting to sure. get get some more information on yep. there. But just having that person on the other end of the phone for any reason at all, somebody in your corner. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's there's some. I get two three phone calls a day of just hey, how should I handle this situation? Yep. Um, on there, and I, I think that's number one that that human touch, mm -hmm. having somebody in your corner um, to be able to follow up with you. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's definitely a big thing on there. I I love to order off of Amazon, but I understand that there's a huge difference between ordering off of Amazon and putting your professional livelihood and your professional license in someone else's hands. I, I agree. I agree. Um, and the the next thing that's on our list here is insurance. Like as a company, what is what is Atlas or what is a company providing you insurance wise of, you know, agency carrying professional general workers comp and the, and those kind of things. Yeah, it's so we ha we carry it. It's it's just part of the, you know, that's the reason why you're not a 1099, mm -hmm. right? It's 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 that's the reason why you're an employee, you're our W2. So a professional general workers comp um, it, that that malpractice insurance. Yep. I can I can tell you, and I'm not scared to say it. Atlas paid two million dollars last year in order to carry that insurance. That's crazy. Giant. That's a price to do, but that's a price to do business. It's the cost of doing business. It, and, and, and it's hundred, you know, as much as you hate sending that check out, I'm sure it, it's it's part of the business. Yes. It's it's part of that stuff that goes into those rate calcs that yep. we talk about all the time. That that mm -hmm. people people don't understand where does all the money go on the bill rate exactly um, on there as well which isn't it, to say that you couldn't get it on your own yeah uh, because there I know you can this this discussion has come up too but do you have to yeah and, and the answer is no no and, and then you know it goes right back to when it's not if something's gonna happen on assignment over a three four year period of traveling it's when it's when you're gonna get accused of something yeah and, it, and it's not just traveling and staff mm -hmm. like right. everybody probably at some point in time has gone through that mm -hmm. and so you go back to that personal touch of having somebody in your corner yep. so um, it'd be interesting to get you know one of these companies on the phone or, or do a podcast with them to sure. kind of ask them that like I I would love to have them sit here if anybody's out there yes. you know contact rich or yep. contact myself our information is mm -hmm. on there like we'd love to bring you in I know there's mm -hmm. we can Skype it or, or do whatever but whatever yeah. we, we would love to it's it's not the Atlas is better than anybody else we would just love to have them on and and let them speak their mind of what they're doing sure and I, you never know there could be there's a happy medium there maybe because yeah. you're right there are a number of nurses out there that don't need that that don't need that personal connection with their recruiter. Yep. They just don't. Yep. And that maybe this option works better for them. Yep. So it'd be silly for us to say, we're not going to do that. No. Keep that door open. I think we're more intrigued. I think I, we're more intrigued. The more it. we talk about it, the more uh, the more I am. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So if if something would happen, you know, who's going to be in your corner with that right. with that kind of company, or, or who who are you going to call? Who's going to be on the other end, yep. or is there even somebody on that other end? That's a good question. Um, on there. So um, compliance. Mm -hmm. The old the old getting compliant for for your next assignment. We know it's dreaded. We know you have to do it. Yep. Um, it, it is. It's. It's part of being joint commission. Right. Are these companies joint commission certified? 
I'm going to assume yes. You know, I, I think most major vendors to work through them now, I, I think they require you to. Not not everyone, but no, most of them. Not everyone, but I would say probably 90% yep. do. On there. So you have, so we're curious about, you know, who is on the other line. If you don't have a recruiter and you have an issue with compliance, who, who is that person that is helping you out? Right. Is it, you know, on, on the other end? Do, uh, they, do they understand compliance? Yeah. I mean, yep. Right. You know, what, uh, what's their background? Do they understand why you're doing that for a, a hospital yep. um, to follow up the correct way? Um, and we're not saying that there's incompetent people out there. Oh, no. It's just like you, I, you know, once again, I get three phone calls a day of Adam, why do I have to renew this certification? Yep. Right. Why do I have to have two PPDs yep. uh, instead of one? Yep. Well, let me get you over to Jackie and compliance. Exactly. Let me get you over to Kiana. Yep. Um, you know, they're going to be able to answer your question a lot better. So right. it, it's just that it goes back to point number one. What is what is the human touch on there? Right. Um, who's going to be in that corner and for that's you? That's a human touch on a completely different level where, I mean, they they intimately understand, they, that our compliance people in an agency, not necessarily Atlas, mm -hmm. but just in general, understand what has to happen in order to make sure you can start on Monday. Yep. For sure. That's what they do every day. For sure. Um, so then like career growth, and I, you kind of wrote this one down. What do, what do you mean by career growth? What, help, help me out on that. So you could, you could, while you're on contract, let's say, let, we'll take ICU for example. You, you could start as an ICU nurse, take a couple different contracts in the ICU, then maybe somewhere along the way you're given the opportunity to float to CVICU. Okay. Maybe you have some of those skills. Maybe on the next one, you're offered some shifts in the cath lab. Oh, okay. Okay. Makes so sense. That, so that happens, and you really like it. Yep. You think I could definitely be a cath lab nurse. Yep. Monday through Friday, you know, like a six to three mm -hmm. rather than twelve-hour nights or whatever. Yep. Like, but how do you make that transition? Yeah. I've always believed the recruiter is an integral piece of that transition. It's your skills, but it's it's the recruiter's help and guidance to get you to that maybe first cath lab job from your ICU sure, or whatever the case might be. It's really somebody going to bat for you. Yes. Because basically if, if you're sending your resume into this company and it just says ICU, 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 mm -hmm. and maybe in there it says floated to CV ICU, mm -hmm. somebody's got to go to bat for you and yep. say, hey, this person has all the ICU skills on their last assignment. They did these things yep. um, on there. Uh, but if you're just automatically submitting to jobs without without somebody obviously pushing a client manager or a manager at a hospital to actually take a look at you right um, you know are, are you going to be able to advance your career right so that, that totally makes sense to me of, of, of that point there yeah so I, you hit the nail on the head they go to bat for you yeah you, you you the recruiter are the advocate for that nurse to tell that nurse manager or whoever they or the it's the the client manager in our case that's talking to the nurse manager this nurse can do that yep like I we have confidence that they can do it based on what they did on their last contract or the previous one that you simply couldn't get through an online submission I 100% agree with you on there and and kind of our last point uh, and I really didn't think about this ahead of time um, you know we go back to what happens if something goes wrong yep. and uh, you know I'll give rich a lot of props and and people that follow us on Facebook and everything if people 
people bring up issues with Atlas, like Rich steps in, he, he makes a comment like, hey, how can I help? How can I do those things? Mm-hmm. But it, but the first thing Rich is going to do is Rich is going to text or call me right. or whoever the recruiter or client manager is involved mm-hmm. and, and get some information. There's always a backstory. Always. And, and I get this wrong every time and my wife keeps trying to teach me this, but there's, I think there's there used to be two sides to a story. I, I think she told me there's four now. I didn't. I, really? I. I yeah. She's a teacher. She is probably smarter than yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, way smarter than us. Yes. But, but there's four sides to every story. So, so Rich is always following up to say like, hey, what happened? What do you know? Hmm. Hey, reach out before I do. Before I have to get involved. Right. So, so we can figure that out. So, if that happens on assignment and the owners or owners of this company have to get involved in some way, do you? Have have somebody other than your recruiter, right. like a Rich Smith or or, or somebody at that mm-hmm. company that is going to step in. I mean, does, right. does that make sense? It absolutely. That, that's absolutely true. And, and I don't mind. I, in fact, it's, it's just part of what I do every day. Yeah. It, it's just, and I, I think we wouldn't be nearly as successful if, and it's not saying that I'm that important, right? But it, it we wouldn't be nearly successful successful if you didn't have that person on that wall that's watching. I agree. That has that has that that is the, the watches all yeah. the time. That's yeah. Absolutely. And and even even when you do step in, I've seen it on both ways where where you're not afraid to say, hey nurse A, you're kinda in the wrong here. Yeah. And and let's figure out a happy medium or hey recruiter A, you were completely out of line. You need to change your process or that's not the Absolutely. atlas way right. um or anything like that mm-hmm. so um man i i just this brings up i i think you and i i mean we've talked about it multiple times but it brings up a ton of great information on there right i i would love for maybe some travelers that have tried this like like please like make some comments mm-hmm. um maybe we can we can do a podcast with them um maybe we can do a podcast with uh one of the owners of of one of these companies like yeah. I, I would just love for some other people to chime in on this mm-hmm. and, and maybe give, give us some information. And there are some out there that kind of stand in between, right? Like Wanderly, for example, and, I, and I've talked to the to the guys that own, to the guy that owns Wanderly that started it. Uh, they, they kind of stand in between, but there's others out there. The one that took a job, the duo that took a job was through uh, Nomad okay. out of Florida, I believe. So, and I have yet to find a phone number or contact person. Sure. I would love that. If somebody has some connection to that yep uh, please get that to us because I we need to understand more yep and I think you told me at one point in time and and correct me if I'm wrong um, one of these companies started out as a like a PA or a doctor's that, placement is that correct that sounds like um, that sounds like a nomad okay yes so they did like like moonlighting for doctors and stuff yep locums and, and and stuff and then yep. now they're they're getting into the nursing world mm-hmm. which makes sense we love our nurses why wouldn't they want to get in the business exactly yeah so. you've got one side already so why not why not tackle the other side there too and i like it yeah so awesome well like it's like we said if you have any details on this whatsoever the 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 trail has gone cold so to speak and sure. I, I cannot and i think i'm pretty good at, at investigating I, I haven't been able to find a name or a phone number yet so yep. which is moderately concerning but Give them some time. They're new. Who knows? Yeah, for um, sure. I don't know. Give us your information. Yep. We'd love to hear it. And uh, we can't wait to uh, see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, man.